why are you here today? One thousand students. Mm. Okay. And what's your dream? You know, mm. what do you want to do in the future? And interestingly, you know, some of them really reacted. I never thought about it. I never thought about it. Okay. Today, you are reminding me of the importance of I have to think about it. Welcome to another episode of Made with Japan. I'm your host, Ken Shibusawa. Now, this is part three of my conversation with Masahiko Uotani, CEO of Shiseido. If you missed part one or part two, I suggest you go check it out. For this last part, we start the conversation regarding beauty. Now, the expression of beauty is different for different cultures. But I think we figured out the point is that beauty is, in fact, a common value that is shared by all people around the world. So, please enjoy my conversation with Tani. You mentioned a little bit at the opening, but I want to get into this sort of in this global perspective. What is beauty? Because, like you mentioned, it, it, it's different from the United States to Europe to China to Korea to Japan. But if you had to define what beauty was, mm-hmm. what, 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 what is it, do you think? Well, as an、uh, umbrella essence、okay. of beauty, is to do something good. Something good, okay. okay.、Yeah. No. You know, good means a good harmony, you know, good uh, you know, uh, practice and integrity, you know,、uh, good ethics. So it's a sustainability.、Mm-hmm. Okay. Originally, cosmetics、uh, you know, came from an、uh, ancient Greek word, which、oh. means cosmos. Oh, right. Okay.、Yeah. Okay.、Oh. And, and it meant you know, it's a harmony. So, Interesting. You know, from the beginning, you know, the essence of beauty came from a creating harmony of the world,、okay? sustainability. Yeah, that's how I interpret it. Okay. And then you, know,、yeah. you can see a lot of good examples in Japan. Beauty in, in Japanese and Chinese letters is called B. And obviously, we call、uh, people who look good as a vision, a beauty person, beautiful person.、Right. At the same time, that word is used in a different ways, in a lot of different k i n d of categories. Bijutsu. Right.、Uh, okay. It's an art and art. art yeah, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you should not be. When you, when you end something, you have to really finish up with right,、yeah. a, a good finish. I mean, it's, it, right? And oishi is right, right, written right, 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 using、well, B. Yeah. Right? So it is very universal. But I'm wondering is beauty, is that a common language? Because the sense of beauty might be different from, you know, From culture to culture, right? Yeah. Specifically, you know, it is different by culture and culture,、uh-huh. by region and by uh, you know, a, uh, a nationalities. But the, the common value is, as I said, having something really good, very harmonized, you know, and looking good, you know.、Mm-hmm. So、uh, I think you know, that is a, a common value, common a, a framework wherever you go. Okay, so beauty is, you think, it's, it's a common language, you think? Or, oh, yeah. Yeah, okay, yeah. all right. And so, looking towards the globe going forward, most of the population growth will not so come from the advanced countries of the world, like Europe or United States. Well, the United States might grow a little bit、mm-hmm. because of immigration. 
but it comes from the more of the emerging countries, right? Especially Asia. Asia, right? Well, Africa too, because it's yeah. going to double their population, right. <laughs> you know, in, in 30 years. But I think most of the the, the image I have about Sisedo is more about brands in the established, you know, advanced nations of the of the of the world. And so when you see a big sort of shift with population. Mm-hmm. Um, in the emerging uh, economies, how, how do you how do you adjust that in in the long term for the company? Do you think? Well, when you take a look at the emergence yeah. of uh, you know beauty uh, industry in the countries like uh, you know uh, developing countries, first uh, you know people don't use anything, right? Yeah, 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 it yeah. is not sophisticated yet. You know, at that time, yeah. for example, you know, years ago we had uh, a bit of project in Bangladesh. Uh-huh. Okay, we sent our people you know, and, and as a team to a, a remote village, mm-hmm. and where we asked people to come out and uh, started telling how they wash with our products and, you know, mm-hmm. and kind of a soap. You know, they, and they were so excited, <laughs> you know? and they said they had never used that sort of product. Once they get there, you know they are not going to go away from that. They right. it's going to become a daily kind of a custom yeah. because they think it's great. Yeah, and yeah. then then they see how you know I can really keep my uh, you know skin condition as good as I have today. Mm-hmm. So you know we started giving them a a, a basic skin condition in, in products. Mm-hmm. They started using it, and then once they get there, they want to really put the uh, lipsticks. Okay. To look okay. good, oh, yeah, right? yeah, right, right, right. yeah, and eye products, uh-huh, uh-huh. so makeups, okay? and then you know, some people introduce a, there is a, a fragrance to uh, have a good smell, you know, so they do that, and then you know when you know the GDP you know goes up, you know they are going to upgrade the skin care products to much more premium or you know, prestige products. Okay? That's the kind of emergence of you know, taking you know, years, of course. Sure, yeah. So uh, looking at that sort of a, a stage, okay, we can decide which country we should be really investing now. Okay? For example, I would say you know, India, obviously, is uh, a huge obviously, population mm-hmm. is there, and then it, they're really emerging. And we see a uh, emergence of... Uh, Prestige category of cosmetics as well. Same, right? Yeah. Yeah. Sold in the very selected kind of shopping malls. You know. I visited there a couple of years ago, and there is clearly a consumers who are you know, rich enough to buy those products. It's not obvious to everyone yet. Yeah, yeah. So we want to really have a presence there, and in a sense, a uh, communicate mm. what the Shiseido is about, what you know our brands are about. You know, starting from a small kind of segment of consumers. Mm. Yes, yes. Yeah, it's a long-term journey. Yeah, sure, sure, yeah. of course, of course. And w- one of the things I sort of worry about these days is global conflict because of the have and the have-nots. And there's always this sort of clash between China and the United States. And, and Japan's right in the middle <laughs> in terms of you know economic and geographic and political and all that. And, and obviously for, for your, your company, you know, it's better to have global peace rather than conflict <laughs> exactly <laughs> uh, so how do you how do you think about how do you think about i mean i know you know you're the ceo of the uh company and not you know uh you know the president of the world <laughs> but but how do you think about sort of you know the state of the global uh affairs right now 
Well, it's a little concerning, yeah. of course, you know, in terms of uh, political kind of tensions mm. you know, we see, you know, between, particularly between the U.S. and uh, you know, China. Mm. But, you know, you know, as you said, my mission is not to be, uh, you know, in the political areas. My mission <laughs> is to, uh, right. you know, uh, grow our business by creating mm-hmm. a, a uh, you know, trust of our brands among consumers. Mm-hmm. It's ordinary people. Okay. So, right. you know, I always uh, take a position that and let's put in a political kind of, you know, mm-hmm. debate aside. How can we, you know, uh, reach consumers there and get all their consumers to trust to our brands? And so whatever happens, you know, to the politics, you know, at the end of the day, that's, that's what we need. And so once we have a very strong a, a relationship with the consumers there, and then, you know, we can expect our businesses going mm-hmm. to grow. I see. So let's say for like for like China, is, is your business there based on the beauty consultants that you mentioned, or mm-hmm. is it more mass? Uh, Bigger portion is uh, based on the counseling. Okay. Counseling, okay, yeah, okay. Prestige so, and premium. Yeah. I see. I see. So, so that there are there are local Chinese beauty yeah. consultants there, and yeah. okay, all right. Yeah, we have uh, about uh, nine thousand mm-hmm. Chinese people working for us. Yeah, mm-hmm. employees. Yeah. So that, that's been a really hot area for you, obviously, for the last several years. So yes. Okay. Yeah. All right. Okay. Any any other sort of part of the world that looks interesting to you, or? Okay. Um, obviously, you know, uh, one important area is as we talked in sustainability, mm-hmm. and, and interestingly, like uh, you know, a what's her name, uh, Greta Thunberg, yeah, 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 Sweden, yeah, yeah. young, yeah, right, yeah, teenagers, yeah. But they are very vocal. Mm. You know, they are trying to change the world in very positive ways I mean, and challenging the you know businesses, industries. I think that is very good because uh, you know I heard you know once she started a, a that sort of a, you know activities and challenging uh, airline companies, yeah, right? <laughs> which is consuming a lot of obviously right, yeah, a, yeah. A, natural kind of you know, a, 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 a energies. And then those companies started working on improving their aircraft to be lighter, mm-hmm. right? To be uh, less consuming uh, the energies. Yeah. So that kind of a balance, you know, yeah. you know, I would say healthy kind of a debate mm. is very important. So um, Japan, in a sense, is a little kind of always kind of quiet, right? Mm-hmm. You know, although we see some young people are, are sometimes you know, having a mm. appeal like that. I really trust you know, young people are going to change the world. I really trust the young employees are going to change the company mm-hmm. in the future. Mm-hmm. And they are much more flexible, mm-hmm. they are open, yeah. you know, and uh, resilient. Yeah. So my uh, you know, uh, dream is to uh, graduate from Shiseido at some point yeah. Right? Yeah. and uh, get involved in developing young people. Oh, interesting. Okay, yeah. okay. Yeah. yeah, that's great. Yeah, because I think, you know, I mean... We, Everybody talk talk about the young generation and that kind of stuff, but in, in, in any you know, if it was fifty years ago, hundred years ago, you know, thousand years ago, always people thought, oh, it's the younger generation. But it seems like to me, the younger generation is always more adapt to the new environment, and that's why I think we always need the new generation because the environment is obviously changing, right? That's so, right. That's you know, right. You know, yeah. You know. yeah. And I think the fact that you know, twenty years ago when we were still in the 20th century, we didn't have the internet. We had the internet, but we didn't have social media. So that's why, because we have social media, you know, a girl in Sweden can be a global exactly. activist, 
right? And so that, that's why. But on the other hand, there's lots of fake news. And um, I think back in the 20th century, CEOs, they could afford to just look at the shareholder because that's the only thing that, you know, maybe they could focus on and that'd be fine maybe. But now because of the internet and sort of the social media, any one person could put something up on the internet mm. and maybe all of a sudden it becomes a big problem or it becomes positive or negative. Mm. It depends on the, obviously on the news. Mm-hmm. But in the 20th century, unless you had some mass media like television or newspaper focus on something, nobody knew about it. But now all of a sudden right. one person can really, you know, light the flame basically. Right. So there's a lot of implications from that yeah. you know, to our business as well. Like, yeah. You know, in China we do a, uh, you know, Advertising in, 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 through internet kind of SNS mm-hmm. kind of communication with consumers, right? And then those consumers are traveling sometimes, yeah. taking trips you know, yeah. to uh, come to Japan, come to other place, mm-hmm. yeah. and then they may buy our you know, products yeah. you know, in Japan or at the airports. You know, so our organization today is still you know structured using the you know geographic uh, uh, kind uh, country. Japan organization of our business unit is based on Japan business. Okay. Right? Yep, yeah. And the China. Right, same. Right, right. But consumers are becoming seamless. Sure. Got it. Yeah. Right? Yeah. 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 And our know, communication, information goes you know, back and forth. You know. There's no visible kind of a wall there. Right? Mm. So um, I think the challenge for the, the companies like us is how we are going to build seamless you know, working organizations. You know, geographically, today, there is a president of China, there is a president of Japan, and they are reporting to them, and it's kind of divided. Okay? But in terms of uh, you know, day-to-day kind of operations, you know, I'm really looking at the ways we are going to work together with, with a very seamless way. Doing advertising in China is going to give a, you know, a, a benefit in Japan. Travel mm-hmm. retail kind of airport sure. as well. Sure. Right? And Creating a new, you know, kind of product in Japan, very innovative one. You know, we should be telling Chinese consumers when they come to Japan, you know, they have to see it. So, you know, organization uh, should be much more modernized today. You know, leveraging the internet and kind of uh, communication, uh, uh, you know, measures, and we should be, you know, looking at our organization from a different ways now. Yeah, traditional one is getting right. obsolete. Yeah. Um, is there something that, like, you know, the, as the phrase goes, um, keeps you wake up at night? Something that bothers you that there's some issue, not just maybe, not the company, but just about the state of the world or something? I have a good sleep. Yeah, you seem like a happy sleep, <laughs> sleeper, actually. <laughs> yeah. You know, uh, well, we talked about, uh, you know, transformational work and the structural reforms and which involves in people, you know, implications of people there. I mean, mm-hmm. once we decided to divest, obviously, you know, I always have a policy myself to talk to the new buyer to take up our employees as well, to protect the employment. You know, but, you know, there's implication like that, you know. Mm-hmm. So um, I would say I like to play golf. Okay. So on some Saturdays, when I go there, when... I'm hitting the ball. Mm-hmm. Right? I have no, you know, kind of a, you know, idea <laughs> in my mind. I just simply focus. Yeah, yeah. But once I start walking in, in the fairway, I, say, yeah, yeah. I always think about 
okay, what I should tell you know the, the, my president in Europe? I should be talking to <laughs> the, uh, the guy in America. Yeah, yeah, you know? yeah. And once I uh, stop and and uh, hit the ball or do a putting, you know, mm-hmm. I just simply focus. But once I finish doing that, yeah, yeah. it's always coming to my mind. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah, I yeah. see, I see. Yeah. So that's maybe maybe your wife complains about that. Maybe yes. you're, you're having dinner and you're thinking about what should I call. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But you know, you know, it may not be very healthy and it may not be really ideal. But you know, uh-huh. becoming a CEO of the group, you sure, know, yeah. having you know, forty-five thousand employees yeah. working yeah. And with their families, it's going to go up probably one hundred thousand or yeah. something. Yeah. Like their lives. That's a big you know, responsibility. It's a big responsibility. Yes. Yeah. Yes. I see. We talked about beauty a little bit earlier. Um, I was wondering the word culture. In Japanese, I guess, say bunka. What's culture? Compared to like, you have beauty. We talked about beauty. What, what's culture? Well, you're talking about the cu- Japanese culture? Or well, just, culture? just culture in general. Mm-hmm. What, what is culture? Culture to me is that something that is becoming the base of uh, you know, demand people's life. Okay. Base. I see. Yeah. So when I talk to you like this, you know, mm-hmm. obviously I'm a bit of influenced by Japanese culture, mm-hmm. right? And when I talk to uh, in a different environment, mm-hmm. I'm probably a using or I'm a bit of kind of leveraging a different kind of culture as well. So, so whatever we do, you know, we work, uh, you know, with uh, our people in managers, employees. There's always a cultural aspect of you know, being associated with that. That's what I So culture is everything mm-hmm. in that sense. Yes, yeah. yes. Yeah. And if I just, you know, specifically focus on Japanese culture, if I can, you know, it has a very, you know, peculiar kind of aspect of, of Japanese culture, you know. Particularly, you know, I like uh, the the uh, way of Japanese culture is that uh, uh, be a, a giving attention to us a detail details. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. You know, it, it is a base of uh, producing very you know, high quality cars. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. You know, Japanese companies, manufacturers, like, and our products as well. And, and yeah, I mean, every you know country is uh, you know, enriching that kind of culture. Okay? But still, I think we can be proud of. You know, what's, what in you know, a very famous story, and I, I'm always proud of telling this to uh, you know non uh, Japanese people is when Shinkansen comes to a platform, <laughs> right? Yeah. And then in five minutes, we've got uh, you know dedicated people to go into the the uh, train and do a cleaning. Right, quickly, right, right, and They come right. out. Yeah, and yeah. They, they bow. bow. <laughs> it is it is a, a amazing culture. Yeah. I would say. Uh, it's not simply your work. It is yeah. a culture. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I was on the Shinkansen yesterday and I was returning to Tokyo and uh-huh. there was an announcement that says, We're very sorry, we're gonna be one minute late to the station. Exactly. <laughs> like, well, okay. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. 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 And so we don't wanna lose that. Yeah. 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 For the for the Japanese companies becoming a globally competitive, mm. I think that's sort of a, a cultural aspect mm-hmm. you know, as a background of the business. It should be. It should be even enriched, right? And we have to keep it. You know. Do you think though that there's a positive aspect to that? Obviously, lots of positive aspect, but possibly a negative aspect, because you, you can't be imperfect. And it seems like, especially in the software business, mm-hmm. you know, they have what they call the beta, right? And it's just it's it's not a perfect product yet, but they just put it out there, mm-hmm. <laughs> and, and the consumers find out that well, there's a bug here, there's a bug there, but there's a bug here. They get that feedback. And they they reprogram, and so they're they're out in the market, always out in the market first. 
whereas Japan is very perfectionist, and so we have to be careful and can't be leader of the pack. I think it depends on what you're talking about. Okay. Yeah? In the business, well, obviously, we are competing with you know, global competitors. Yeah. Oh. And we need agility. And of course, yeah. and, uh, and we can't be just discussing whether we have to do that or not. And on, you know, two hundred days, and then you know, <laughs> <laughs> execute. You know, right, after right. that, yeah. you know, we're going to be barely uh, behind. Um, but at the same time, but having a very uh, precise kind of uh, discussions. Uh, spending time and mm-hmm. uh, checking, you know, each kind of a corner, mm-hmm. you know, is it going to work or not? Then once you know, everybody gets, you know, as I said, Ichigan, okay, everybody gets on the same page. Then, you know, after we, uh, you know, start implementing, you know, there's uh, going to be a less number of uh, uh, failures and mistakes. Mm-hmm. And, and so it depends, you know. When we are working on the very competitive areas of, uh, you know, as you said, I mean, software, kind of IT kind of areas where the speed is really the key, you know, we can't be spending a lot of time in just debating or you know, mm-hmm. we're going to just do sure. it. Yep. And then the important thing is that how we can really make a, a kind of correction you know, mm-hmm. in the next round, right? Right, right, right. Um, so flexibility is very important. Yeah. You know, in the business, um, in, in um, community I'm in, I would say that the flexibility is, uh, lack of flexibility is a bit of a weakness yeah. in the Japanese culture. Yeah, you know? yeah, yeah. yeah. And also it seems like there's this fear of making mistakes. Mm-hmm. And and you know, how do you feel about that? Because like, I, I mean, all of us are, he said, you know, CEOs are human beings as well. And I'm sure CEOs can make mistakes mm-hmm. as well. But yeah, why, why, why are Japanese so sort of fearful about mistakes? Because we are the part of the community, that sense of belonging is yeah. very strong in Japan, right? Yeah. So as I said, the Ichigan leverages the, the strength of that, right? Yeah. Everybody goes together, you know, <laughs> go, go to achieve the same target and you know, goals, right? But the flip side of that is that uh, okay, I don't want to be standing out. Yeah, you know, I'm, yeah. A, I'm, a, I'm very comfortable being a part of the crowd, right? Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. Uh, but it, you know, obviously, it, it depends on the situations. So we need both. You know? Yeah. And particularly, you know, for the company to become a globally uh, you know, faster growing company, obviously, you know, we need a different ideas coming up. You know, people are standing out. And again, going back to what we discussed, uh, Japanese uh, labor mm. uh, practices, like you know, seniority, is uh, uh, is uh, blocking us there. Mm. So we introduced, uh, you know, what we call a job uh, grade system. So now, you know, whether you man, woman, and young, old, you know, uh, internally uh, coming up or external recruitment, you know, someone who has to be most, uh, you know, appropriate for that mm-hmm. position mm-hmm. should be taking that position. Mm. And then compensation is attached to that, sure. depending on the, you know, job, uh, you know, a, a scale of responsibility. So we are completely shifting from the old style of uh, you know practice to the uh, new one like that. Okay? That is going to really change the culture. So I I'm always welcome. You know, I, uh, actually uh, you know sitting next to me is a uh, female uh, a, a executive officer mm-hmm. Okay? Mm-hmm. called Anna San. Yeah. Okay, and uh, we appointed her you know uh, mm-hmm. last year. Okay, and in the beginning, because of of a previous kind of environment. First, she said, oh, can I make a comment? 
in the management discussions. I said, don't hesitate. Yeah. You are here because I want you to be, you know, making comments, because making uh, you know, pushback and mm-hmm. having debates. So, uh, you know, obviously, you know, she has changed. I mean, now, you know, she's very vocal and uh, you know, having no problem to speak up. That's good. <laughs> yeah. You know, we have to really get the people really, you know, exposed. Yeah. And, and uh, see, you know, whatever the age mm-hmm. you are, you know, yeah. you know, whatever, you know, a, uh, you know, gender you are, you know, you, know, you are here, you know, to share your view. That's the value. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Think we need to... Uh, so my job is to remind everybody each time, yeah. you know, so that the people you know, uh, take it as a you know, daily kind of a, a practice, right, uh, right. having no question about it. The word ichigang is it's it's in a sense it's a very good word for the Showa period because that was right. <laughs> like, you know, you know we're all for one. What's what's the right phrase? All for one, one for all. Mm-hmm. Kind, kind, yeah. kind of uh, phrase. Um, and in that era, because there was the growth behind it, that kind of model worked. But without the sort of the natural growth that comes from an increasing population, um, it seems like we need more diversity. Is, you know. And so how do, you, how do you... It seems like Ichigang and diversity are kind of different things. But, but, but you're tra- obviously trying to put that together. So. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. The combination is yeah. very important. Yeah. yeah. Obviously, you know, we embrace diversity, I mean, having different backgrounds I mean, mm-hmm. and uh, completely different, uh, uh, you know, people are working together, you know. But uh, how are we going to really make them work together? Yeah. We are not just a startup companies. Right? We have mm-hmm. big organizations having, yeah. as I said, you know, many people, you know, working together, mm-hmm. more than 40,000 people in mm-hmm. working in the world. Mm-hmm. And, but I want, uh, you know, each individual to be uh, standing out and, uh you know, achieving their own kind of mission, okay. career mission, career goals, and their dream, you know. Mm-hmm. And therefore, we are putting priority on individual development mm-hmm. as a first priority. Okay. Okay. So that means, that, you know, we're going to increase diversity. Okay. But, you know, as a company who wants to achieve a certain goal, we're going to work together. Okay. Mm-hmm. Therefore, a, a creating a very clear mission or purpose in, 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 the, in mm-hmm. today's world. Yeah, right. Yeah. And sharing that with everybody mm-hmm. is very important. Yes. Okay. So, um, for example, uh, we uh, hold a uh, global conference in January every year, having almost 1,000 people coming from other parts of the world and uh, Japan and having a big conference in January. Okay. Uh, when I joined, you know, I started that. Okay. In the beginning, I thought I should be sharing my... Uh, you know, sales targets this year, I mean, and, and, uh, you know, P&L targets and how we're going to really financially, you know, achieve our business targets. Mm-hmm. You know, then I had the feedback uh, from the participants from outside of, the world, uh, of Japan, like, you know, U.S. and uh, you know, people said, well, then, son, you know, w- we are here to ha- listen to you, you know, uh, learning from you the vision of the company. And how are we going to go to the next stage? Mm. What's the uh, mission we have to achieve together? Mm. Okay. So I really changed completely. I gave always I mean, that sort of financial targets to each region, and they, they deliver that to the people. Sure, sure. But once we have all kind of a, uh, leaders from the world coming to Tokyo, my job is to tell them what's the common value, okay. Okay, what's the common vision. Mm-hmm. You know, I talk nothing about the numbers. Okay. Okay. 
and then we share that. And then they go back and they uh, you mm-hmm. know, talk to their people and penetrating that kind of a view. Mm-hmm. So, yes, you know, having a diversity as a ground, but we don't want to be very much fragmented. Right, 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 yeah. right, 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 right. Yeah, that's right. So symbolically, at oh. the end of that meeting in January, we start from in the morning and then and finish like at five or six p.m. Mm. At the end, you know, my job is to go to the uh, the stage and everybody standing up and we do a bit of a Japanese way of A A O kind of <laughs> really? thing. Really, really. Yeah, saying okay. one shiseido. Okay, all right. Everybody together. You know, uh, uh-huh. when I did it the first time, you know, I think people from uh, the Western <laughs> world were kind of wondering, what the hell is this? <laughs> <laughs> Some people kind of resisted. Yeah. You know, yeah. I, I don't know what to do. I mean, I, I don't know. But then, you know, today, <laughs> they are very vocal. You know, what does she say? <laughs> so, yeah. you know, yeah. can I believe, you know, yeah. all, we're all human beings. You know, yes, you know yes, we have yes. a personal interest and yes. everything, but at the end, we want to be a part of the uh, obviously uh, the world. Yeah, uh, yeah, together. yeah. Right, yeah. sure. Yeah, that makes sense. It's yeah. <laughs> <laughs> great. Um, so um, let's kind of uh, hopefully kind of shift our conversations um, toward towards. We've talked about a lot about you know the present um, state, um, but the future mm-hmm. for for um, for Japan, but but also 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 the world and. And as you mentioned, it rests uh, a lot on the younger generation because they're they're, they're the going to be the main actors in the world. And and you said you know after you graduate yeah. <laughs> from Shiseido, you, you you want to uh, you know uh, promote that. And so let's say in I don't know tw- 10, 10, 20 years from now, you've graduated from Shiseido. What do you think you'll be doing, <clears throat> or what do you want to be doing? I want to be doing uh, the, as I said, an uh, educational. I would just say I don't want to really use the word education, but you know, mm-hmm. the development mm-hmm. development of uh, young generations, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. particularly in the part of uh, marketing, which okay. is my lifetime sure. career, yep. and you know, global business. Okay. Yeah. Okay. I uh, attend a certain um, you know, international council kind of meeting, you know, mm-hmm. by a uh, hosted by an American mm-hmm. firm. Mm-hmm. I'm a member of that, and, mm-hmm. and a lot mm-hmm. of uh, uh, um, you know, big names are there. You know, mm-hmm. uh, each time, you know, every year, you know, we, we do that kind of meeting every year, you know, once in a year. And then, then we talk about you know, geopolitical kind of issues and, and mm-hmm. economic uh, you know, a, a movement and all the sustainability issues in this council, global mm-hmm. council. Mm-hmm. But there's no subject related to Japan. Okay. So uh, you know when uh, I attended the first time, you know there was a uh, discussion about the you know emerging pollution in the Asian countries. Yes, yes. And uh, they were all talking about that and said, "Excuse me, can I make a comment?" You know, I I really want to tell you that the Japanese companies and Japanese uh, you know um, organizations have developed a state of the art you know you know technology to uh, you know decrease the pollutions because of our experience. So you know uh, I. I'm very happy to introduce some of the companies to you, you know, to work on that kind of issue in Asian countries. But, you know, I found, you know, it, it, we are kind of a diminishing our presence, you know, Japanese presence in the global kind of community. Mm-hmm. On this, we have to stand up and, and tell them what we can do. And then we have to demonstrate, okay, pragmatically, I yep. would say, okay. and practically, yep. you know, by uh, sending you know, people there and you know, working together and uh, show them you know, what kind of value Japan can create 
and offer to them, right? Yes. So uh, um, I'd like to really get the you know, younger generations you know, who have some aspiration like that. Yeah? Unless we tell them you know, that's yeah. the value we can create and that's the future of the world and the future of Japan as well. You know? If we are quiet, uh, I'm afraid you know, things are going to really fade out, you know, disappear. Yeah. You know, I think life in Japan is very, very comfortable for many, that's many right. people. And, and people usually don't like to go... Don't, they don't have to be uncomfortable, <laughs> but but it seems like when you kind of go out of your environment into a new environment, that's when you have the new switches come out in, inside right. of you. So, how how can we encourage our younger generation to you know say try something new, go go out and see the world? I mean, we can say that, but they'll go, oh, can't do I won't do it. So, years ago, yeah. Um, um, I, I, I'm a graduate of Doshia University in Kyoto. Mm-hmm. Okay. Okay? And uh, I went to, uh, uh, I, those days, I had uh, kind of a special kind of lecture you know, every year mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. at the school, uh, being asked by a, a, one of the professors. And, uh, so I did it five years or six years. Man. And one, so I finished my kind of lecture, one and a half hours, and, and 20 kind of students came to talk to me, and they said, uh, well, we are so uh, kind of inspired, and can, can we talk a little more, you know, what we can do? Yeah. My lecture was basically a global business and a marketing, how we can really make the, the, the world in a better place, that sort of a through business. Mm-hmm. And then they uh, came to the visit me in Tokyo, yeah, and they created a, a special kind of community by the students. And uh, they actually had uh, almost 1,000 students from different kind of uh, colleges to get together to listen to us. Okay. I was asked to be a, to be a speaker, mm-hmm. and, as well as other person, two, mm-hmm. two people who went there, mm-hmm. and my town was there. And uh, actually, interestingly, you know, those uh, kind of representatives of that uh, you know, community students came to me and said, can we expect you to be uh, like Michael Sandel? <laughs> we don't have a, a kind of a no. very boring kind of lecture by a, a senior person just yeah, telling yeah, us yeah, right, right, you know, right. we want you to be a part of our yeah, discussion yeah, yeah. I said, oh, fine you gotta do that I actually had to buy you know, buy a video of Michael Sandel and learn <laughs> how to do that yeah right <laughs> justice yeah. so you know, what my uh, lecture started and I you know, took off my jacket and yeah. went down to the, the floor and started talking to them asking them questions why are you here today? 1,000 students. Mm. Okay. And what's your dream? You know, what do you want to do in the future? And interestingly, you know, some of them really reacted. I never thought about it. I never thought about it. Okay? Today, you are reminding me of, of the importance of I have to think about it. Mm-hmm. Okay? You know, some people reacted that way. I was so you know, touched, actually. One of the you know, a young students, you know, female students, was crying. Wow. And she said, no, I want to be a contributing to the, you know, the society. You know, I don't know what to do. I have no idea my vocation is going to be in the future yet. But today, I'm, I'm going to start to think about it. And there's someone back over there, and because I said, well, global business and my experience of... Uh, you know, uh, being a student in, in New York and having a lot of friends from different countries, and that really uh, built my uh, a, uh, the background. And, and one of the students up there, I said, okay, uh, uh, first, you know, first, everybody was very quiet. 
But once they started, you know, raising yeah. their hands, yeah. hundreds of people really <laughs> raised their hands. <laughs> Very energetic. Yeah. yeah. I was so impressed. And one young guy there said, well, you know, I uh, have a con- you know, finished my kind of recruitment activities. I was you know, supposed to work for a certain company from April next year. But now I have decided to cancel it. Are you sure? I'm going to uh, uh, go to the U.S. I don't know what to do, but uh, I'm going to have a, a certain kind of savings, my money. I'm going to go there and see what's what's there, you know, what's going on there. You know, then I'll come back. Later, three years later, I found that, you know, this guy really did it. Wow. Good. Yeah. And then another guy said, you know, okay, I, uh, I'm going to do something, but I may go to uh, join a Grameen Bank activities in Bangladesh. Mm-hmm. And he did it. Mm, wow. He showed me a picture Excellent. after he came back and, and having a, a activities in the village, you know, getting a, feeding a, a small kind of a baby with milk. Yeah. Yeah. He did it. So I'm uh, uh, not going to be hopeless, you know, by us talking to them and some other getting influenced. Mm-hmm. It may not be one of one thousand people, um, one thousand students. There, I mean, it's only maybe ten percent, but ten percent yeah. of one thousand is one hundred people. Yeah, that's a lot. Yeah. Wow. Well, you talked about how leaders are agents to change, but obviously that that was a big change for a lot of the young people. Um, I've took up a lot of your time, and I think you have a schedule, <laughs> so so I want to wrap wrap up here. But just one last word for 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 this young generation in Japan, and not just Japan, but globally. If you had to send out a message to the younger generation, what would it be? Go global. Okay. Simple. And why? Let's take a look at something you know you have never seen. Yeah. Okay. You know? When we you know whatever they go in the business or arts, you know whatever it is. You know, you know, we expect the people to, you know, come up with new ideas, innovative ideas, right? You know, you know I always put the value of incremental value. Okay? So, you know, when we hire, you know, young person, for example, obviously, I don't want that person to tell me that something that I can tell. I want him or her to tell me something that uh, going beyond my imagination because of their experience is different, mm-hmm. right? So having a lot of uh, you know, different kind of experiences you know, and uh, you know, hearings and, look, and uh, looking at the different things is going to create your you know, enriched uh, kind of experience mm-hmm. in your characters. Right. Okay? That's what I want people to have. Okay. Yeah. So changing jobs and, and, and working for different companies is okay. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I did it myself. Yeah, yeah. And staying in one company is okay. Mm-hmm. But you know, even if you are staying in, in one company, having the same kind of a job, uh, I want that person to go out of Japan, and looking at the yeah. other part of our, our company, yeah. you know, talking to uh, the people there, mm-hmm. and eating together. I mean, mm-hmm. and yeah, having yeah. a cultural experience. When that person comes back, you know, yeah, sure, it's a huge you know, value. So. Yeah. Go global yep. and enjoy a different culture and a different language and the interaction with the people. Mm-hmm. That's that's what I want uh, to deliver to a young generation. Excellent. That was a beautiful message. <laughs> thank you so much. So I want to thank Tani for spending your generous time with me today. And I really appreciate the conversation. So thank you so oh, much. Thank you very much. I really enjoyed it. Great. Thank you. Thank you. Oh.
I really had a great time picking Tani's brain regarding a lot of topics. And I hope that you enjoyed part one, part two, and this part three. And it kind of sounds like to me he has another great potential role that is to unleash to the younger generation to enrich our beautiful world. So thank you for joining me. Please have a good day or good evening, wherever.